Good morning and happy 91st anniversary, United Evangelical Church of the Philippines. On behalf of the Philippine Council of Evangelical Churches, I join you today in praising God for His faithfulness to you, ECP family, and all your ministries in advancing the gospel in the Philippines and beyond. Thank you for your partnership with the PCEC in the discipleship of the nations. You have been our strong ally and strong partner in the support of many missionaries and missionary work here and abroad. Your prayers and support in the training of pastors and church leaders and countless kingdom workers and even in helping alleviate the poverty, the hardship, and the sufferings of the vulnerable sectors of society. May the Lord God bless you more in the days ahead. I would like to take this opportunity also to thank you for your partnership with the Philippine Council of Evangelical Churches. Together with some of our friends, just in the last 16 Sundays where churches are closed and churches and the whole community and every family, every individual and the whole of the nation suffers because of the COVID-19. Thank you because of your partnership and support we were able to assist close to 2,000 pastors and their families affected by the closure of religious services for over uh, 15 Sundays now. PCEC also through our partners, including yourself, my dear brothers and sisters, we were able to help 3,000 families with two weeks of food in 12 barangays. We were also able to help 67 hospitals. We were able to help the frontliners, the doctors and the nurses with various PPS, PPEs because of the support of many churches like you. Thank you most especially for your prayers. Praise God for the many partnerships that have been developed in the midst of the COVID-19 challenges. But most of all, in spite of the hardships and the sufferings of many around the Philippines and around the world, the gospel is continually advancing in the country and the gospel and the word of the Lord cannot be locked down. Amen. I pray that this greeting and this time together reaches all of you in good health and blessings as uh, God continue to guide us and bless us and protect us, our families, our uh, church, and our enterprises as we all pass through this crisis. The big idea of what I want to share this morning is related to the overall theme of uh, UECP 91st anniversary, and that is following Jesus. Please turn with me to a passage that is assigned to us this morning found in John chapter 6 verses 60 to 69. In the passage that we are reading today, 
As Jesus invited and challenged the crowd during his time to eat the bread of life, that is to follow him, to fully obey him as the way to experience all the satisfaction or the full satisfaction in life. More than being satisfied with all the physical appetites, disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ, just like you and I, are called to discipleship, being the highest concern in our life. I would like to give a brief background of this passage that we are reading this morning in John chapter 6, verses 60 to 69. Jesus was teaching a large crowd of people on the eastern shore of the Sea of Galilee. If you have been to Israel around the Sea of Galilee, this is one of the most scenic spots right now in uh, Israel. But that was one of the most favorite spots of the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ when He was here on earth. And so Jesus was teaching a large crowd of people on the eastern shore of the Sea of Galilee. And there he performed the miraculous feeding of the crowd of thousands with just few loaves of bread and some fish. I'm, I'm sure you can recall and remember the story during our Sunday school. This made the crowds extremely happy. And they wanted to make Jesus as their king, not only as rabbi, but they want to make Jesus as their king, as someone who could provide food for free, who could provide miraculous uh, uh, signs and miracle, miracles every day. And the people were following Jesus to satisfy their need for bread and to satisfy their physical appetite. But Jesus has a higher purpose, offering eternal satisfaction to everyone who will follow Him. That same evening, the disciples got into a boat and head back to Capernaum on the other side of the Sea of Galilee. But this time, Jesus was not with them. Instead, Jesus joined them later by walking across the water and bringing them safely to the other side. And so the next morning, right after the feeding of the 5,000 and walking in the Sea of Galilee, the crowds realized that Jesus was not there anymore. And so they were looking for Him. And so comes John chapter 6, verses 25 to 31. In John chapter 6, verse 25 to 31, we saw Jesus, how Jesus gave them a hard teaching that they should not look for Him and follow Him because of the miraculous signs and because of food that fills them physically only. But follow Jesus, rather work for food that endures to eternal life. That is the challenge of the Lord Jesus Christ. That is to believe Him, to trust Him, that He is the bread of life as He claimed 
who comes from heaven and that he has the power to give eternal life to everyone who would put their trust and faith in him and then raise them in the last day that was the claim of the lord jesus christ and so in verse 60 the passage that we are reading here today hearing it many of his disciples said this is a hard teaching who can accept it that jesus claims that he is the bread of life and so in their minds and in their hearts they're asking who is this jesus who claims to be the bread of life and what does he mean by saying i am the bread of life and so from this my dear brothers and sisters i would like to tackle this passage first when jesus said i am the bread of life first it means that following jesus his primary concern is satisfying their spiritual needs and so he invited he challenged them to eat the bread of life jesus primary concern is not only satisfying their physical appetites but satisfying their spiritual needs early on in this story the crowds catch up with him the same crowds this is the same crowd who had been fed miraculously the day before and they asked jesus what sign will you give us that we might believe you he just fed jesus just fed the five thousand with few loaves and fishes isn't it interesting that people are looking for jesus to be kind to be a kind of a santa claus for them these people had just experienced a miracle but how quickly they forget about it many people today my dear brothers and sisters who profess to be following jesus they have the title born again they have the title uh, protestant they have the title uh, uh, believers of jesus christ they profess to follow jesus but many people today who profess to follow jesus can be like that too asking god every day god what are you going to do to do for me today god what are you going to do for me today please show me a miracle please show me a sign or the opposite can just be true god like saying god since you haven't done anything miraculous for me lately why should i follow you these are the kinds of comments even the people today jesus knows this about them jesus knows it he knows that these people are following him but they are doing it for the wrong reasons he's not interested in gathering a crowd the lord jesus christ is not interested in being made a king but he wants people who would follow him fully 
because of who he is, not because of what he will do for them. So he does the occasional miracle, the feeding of the 5,000, the healing of disease. But the point is so that Jesus can authenticate his identity as the Son of God, not to become a spiritual vending machine of people, not to become a Santa Claus who will be giving away gifts on a certain period of time. The crowd of 5,000 people who were fed miraculously the other night by Jesus was wanted him to keep meeting the needs just like that. But Jesus taught them what was more important than getting their bellies filled. It was to discover that He was the bread of life, the very sustenance their souls needed, and the key to their experiencing eternal life. My friends, there may be some miracle that you have been waiting in your life. For example, many of us are praying for financial blessing. Many people every day are asking God for physical healing. People are asking God and pleading for restoration of relationship, blessing for the business, and so on and so forth. What will you do with Jesus? If in, in His sovereign plan, He decides not to grant you the answer to your prayer at that period of time when you want Him to answer your prayer? Or what will you do with Jesus if perhaps you feel like you cannot understand everything that He says? Yes, Jesus can bless you with all those. Je Jesus can do miracles. Jesus can do healings. Yes, Jesus can bless you with all of those. But if those are the only reason why you are following Jesus, then you are missing the most important point. Jesus can give you more than all those blessings of life. But He can give more than that. What He wants to give is the blessings of life with eternal value. And this leads us to the second point. What does it mean to follow Jesus? When Jesus said, I am the bread of life, following Jesus, as He says here, is, uh, means receiving Him as the authority in your life. If you will read John chapter 6 verse 35 and I will jump to 47 to 51 and then also in verses 28 to 29 repeatedly in these verses Jesus was saying I am the bread of life I am the bread of life and I've been sent him I, I've been sent here by my father to provide what you need for the sustenance of your soul. I have come to give you what you need for eternal life. 
And so the question is this, what does it mean to eat the bread of life? As Jesus keeps on telling them, what does it mean to eat the bread of life? Or as Jesus put it so graphically, to eat his flesh and to drink his blood. This is mind-blowing. The people cannot understand what he is saying. Some religious teaching even today believe that when you take the elements of the communion, it becomes the real body and the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Those are some of the interpretations of these verses. That is the teaching of transubstantiation. But we are not going to deal a lot about it right now. We find the answer by taking a closer look at the words of the Lord Jesus Christ when He said, Eat the bread of life. We find the answer by taking a closer and deeper look at the words of the Lord Jesus Christ in these passages. What does it mean to eat the bread of life? Jesus was saying, it means to really believe in Him. But as we see throughout the book of John, that is a loaded term. It means to receive Him. To eat the bread of life means to receive Him as the authority of your life. To receive Him as the authority of your life. You will find it in John chapter 1. And then it also means to place your faith in Him. And we will read that in chapter 3. But here in chapter 6 in the book of John, to eat the bread of life means to follow Him. Because you believe He is the Son of God, and not just because you think you can get something from Him, it's not just because of the miraculous sign. It's not just being able to be fed miraculously by the bread that Jesus uh, gives. Just like how He fed the 5,000. But that is the real essence of discipleship. In chapter 6, in this passage, to follow Jesus because you believe He is the Son of God. It's not just following because you think you can get something from Him. This leads us home to the highlight of following Jesus in the discourse of Jesus. And this leads us to point number three. Following Jesus means an all-out obedience. First, following Jesus, as He said, is eating the bread of life. That is receiving Him. In your life believing and trusting the Lord Jesus Christ but secondly following Jesus means receiving him as authority in your life and thirdly following Jesus means obeying him all out in our life I think the disciples of Jesus were tested this day by the difficult to understand message that Jesus was sharing. As verse 60 relates, oh, the people, even the disciples, declared this is 
a hard teaching to accept. Skipping down to verse 66, we see what happens next as a result of the difficult teaching and the challenge of the Lord Jesus Christ. In verse 66, it reads, From this time, many of disciples turned back and no longer followed Him. From 5,000 people who were being fed miraculously, by bread and fish from 5,000 believers to this point, 12 stayed. And so the Lord Jesus Christ asked these 12 who were left behind. In verse 67, Jesus asked them, You do not want to leave to, do you? Jesus asked the 12. And then in verse 68, it reads, Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. And then the final verse says, We believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. Peter declared it. We believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. And so Peter and the twelve expressed real faith and the real desire to follow the Lord Jesus Christ, make Him the authority of their life, and obey Him all the way. At this point, the real disciples, the real followers of Jesus were separated from those many who were just following Him for bread and to satisfy their physical appetites. Today, my dear brothers and sisters, we are reminded from this passage that Jesus is the bread of life. Without Him, our soul, your soul and mine, we can never be satisfied with anything in this world. And you will never be able to attain eternal life with everything that we have in this world and whatever things this world can offer. But if we would come to Him believing that He is the Son of God, He is the Holy One of God, He will satisfy our souls for He is the bread of life. This is the beginning of our journey in following the Lord Jesus Christ. Allow me to close this message with this story. Garibaldi, the great Italian military hero from the 19th century, raised an incredibly committed volunteer army. And this was his appeal for recruits. For recruits. It was a rather unique challenge and invitation as he offered only these terms. And this was his invitation and challenge to his volunteer army. He said, I quote, I offer neither pay nor quarters nor provisions. I offer hunger, thirst, 
forced marches, battles, and death. And he said, Let him who loves his country with his heart and not with his lips only follow me. Brothers and sisters, Garibaldi is not the first to make such an offer. When Jesus Christ was talking to the 5,000 people miraculously fed by uh, fish and, and bread, the Son of God came to earth to bring salvation and train up disciples to carry the gospel of salvation to the world. Jesus invited these people to be his disciples, but 12 only followed. Today, Jesus invites you to be his disciple, to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. But his invitation is for you to join him. It is not a request by him to join you where you are. Jesus lets us know up front that there is a disciplined commitment. To follow Jesus is going to cost you everything of your life. The road walking with Jesus Following the Lord Jesus Christ is not going to be easy. To paraphrase Garibaldi, he said, Let him who loves the Lord with his heart and not with his lips only be Jesus' disciple. That's a quote from a sermon by Bobby uh, Stoltz. Fellowship, the essence of truth discipleship brothers and sisters today jesus invites and call each one of us to eat the bread of life that is to follow and fully obey him and this is the only way to experience full satisfaction in life more than just satisfa satisfying our physical appetites. Jesus calls his disciples to follow him, to follow the Lord Jesus Christ as the highest concern, the highest ambition, and the highest pursuit in life. In this 91st anniversary celebration of UECP, my dear brothers and sisters, following the Lord Jesus Christ is a reminder to all of us. It's not just following the Lord Jesus Christ because of the miracles. It's not just following the Lord Jesus Christ because of the material blessings, but following the Lord Jesus Christ for who He is. Following Him, obeying Him fully, and all out discipleship for the Lord Jesus Christ. In these difficult times that we're passing through, there are so many challenges. Our health, our challenge, our families, our business as challenge. But in this unique and extraordinary time of celebration of the 91st anniversary of UECP, Jesus is reminding 
And Jesus is inviting and calling us to true discipleship, to follow Jesus Christ no matter what. May the Lord God bless you. Remember, He is the only one who can satisfy you and satisfy you eternally. God bless you, UECP. Again, happy 91st anniversary. God bless you and thank you very much.